All right, everybody, we're back again. This is your boy, Billy Wayne with Legacy United, a Righteous Project Inc. podcast here with another episode. Um, like I said before, we're inviting local entrepreneurs, people that are in the corporate world and other um, individuals that want to share their story about what they what they've done, where they come from and things they did to get to where they are today. Um, and today I want to introduce to you guys our actual chief of technology officer for the righteous project inc here with us uh so i'm gonna pass it over to you sir and just go ahead and introduce yourself and um you know what your occupation is yeah i'm jacob bruin uh chief technology officer for the righteous project and then um for my my day job i'm the lead software developer of a medical company nice um so i do programming stuff um software development for um, web interfaces for um, all kinds of th- um, not just web interfaces uh, mobile apps yeah, yeah. Um, do different services and whatnot um, have to do um, working a lot with um, with AWS okay. uh, Amazon's uh, oh, yeah. web services yeah, nice. yeah so it, do a lot of stuff like that, um, database development, software development, deploying, all that type of stuff. Nice, awesome, awesome, man. Appreciate that. That's, that's uh, definitely a um, you know position that's very important these days. You know, and I, I think we were just talking about it um, not too long ago. We were talking about how AI um, is really, you know, those chatbots and everything's taking over, and uh, just computer programming is is becoming more relevant ever so than it ever has ever been you know and i know it's 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 been around for a long time and now with people being fearful about you know losing their jobs to to robots man i mean there are people behind there actually programming and maintaining that type of technology as well so i think that's that's where it should be going there's they're 100 percent going to be massive amounts of people that are going to lose their jobs mm-hmm. but the the entire idea is that uh you there's going to be plenty of people that are going to lose their jobs the same way when uh, when the printing press came around that people yeah. lost their jobs or the same way that when uh, during the Industrial Revolution or like, for instance, the, the conveyor belt type of uh, right. uh, assembly lines yep. and whatnot, yep. there were people that – massive amounts of people that lost their jobs. There's definitely going to be people that are going to lose their jobs, and the hope is that – you know the the direction is you will gain skills in uh, technology areas, right? And you will lose a job, but you're gonna gain another job as long as you as long as you're able to pivot and yep. update your skill set as far as what you can do, right? You're gonna be able to get a different job, right? It's not just that like you lose your job and then you won't ever be able to work again. Yep. You gotta you you gotta take on the idea that. You have to update your skill set for the times, right, right? Right. So you have you have to be able to transition. Yep. Yep. I agree, hundred percent, man. You're right about that. And um, so, yeah, it's an important aspect. You know, technology, um, computer science, information, as well. And I think that's uh, uh, an integral part that you play for our organization too. You know, um, we do start off with financial literacy, but we are going to branch off into making sure that we can provide those t- same type of, of lessons and courses. Uh, you know, for the youth as well, man. So, so thank you for that very much. Yeah. And it just, uh, as a side note, yep. I, you know, we had talked about this earlier as well as, as far as, uh, uh, pillars that you can go on for, uh, for things that you can provide to, to younger individuals that will prep them for the future, Yep, prep them for, uh, amazing, uh, career opportunities and whatnot software or not even just software don't get me wrong a technology type jobs and being literate in uh the financial sector and that includes business dealings right, right. So not just not just like uh figuring out how to invest it, or something yeah, similar yeah. we're talking about being able to to be competent in starting and running your own business right. or something along those yeah. lines if you're if you're competent in technology and you're competent in uh, financials, uh, your, your literacy for yep. financials is high and your, uh, ability to develop or at the very least understand the operatings of, of how businesses are conducted. Yep. You're, 
you're going to be uh, incredibly well off. Yeah. Right. Yeah, your right. your starting path is you're going to be leaps and bounds above other people. Yep. I agree. Which I, that's that's the focus, right? right? Is it provide those types of services for people that uh, might otherwise not, uh, I shouldn't even say might otherwise, more than likely are not provided that type of service. Yep. yep. Because what it affords you is um, a type of uh, wealth development that is hard to comprehend. Yep. Right. As long as you have those things with you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You're right about that, man. So, um, yeah, a lot of good stuff as well. And, and on the episodes, um, of course we share about the backstories and everything that our guests, uh, you know, kind of gone through to get through or get to, uh, where they are today as well. So I'm going, excuse me, I'm stuttering today. I'm going to pass you the mic and let you share your story for us today. Uh, so go ahead, man, take the lead and, and, uh, you know, let us know. All right. Um, I, I was born and raised in, uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Um, Arizona's a beautiful state. It's not, uh, it, it wasn't necessarily, um, I guess I'd say the, the beauty of a desert was lost on me. Okay. Um, I, I appreciate four seasons way more than I do the, uh, the type of uh, environment that a desert offers. Right. Um, a lot of people love Arizona and Phoenix in particular. I was never that big of a fan. Um, but that is where I was born and raised, and of course, I still have um, most of my roots are uh, outside of, of course, now my my family okay. that I have here. Yeah, but it, right. you know, my my uh, brother and my mom and dad and all my friends from my earlier time and whatnot are all still in Arizona. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so I do have a lot of connections there, um, but Colorado's where I call home now, of course, and. I'd, I do not regret making that decision. Nice. <laughs> but um, so I was born and raised in Arizona. And um, for, uh, you know, as, as far as me being a, a software developer now, for most of my uh, childhood, I was, uh, you, you know, I, I would do nerd-like things, right? Okay. I, I say nerd, I don't mean, not in an offensive way or yep, anything similar, yep. but I am 100% a nerd. Yeah, right? I hear you. So I, I do, I'm... Uh, full-blooded nerd right <laughs> uh, through and through so i've always done uh you know whether it was playing video games when i was much younger which uh nowadays at every every kid plays video games right right was not so much the case when i was younger right i'm a bit older so uh was not the case when i was younger um so i always played video games i played computer video games which is is even more abnormal. Right, yep. Uh, you know, a lot of kids might have played PlayStation or whatnot. Yeah, I was me. playing on the computer. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> right. Most kids who played video games is like, you know, doing the PlayStation or yeah. like the Super Nintendo right. type exactly. of thing. I was exactly. on a computer, which is very abnormal <laughs> uh, during that time. Anyway, right. You know, but um, so I always played computer video games and... You know, I was really into uh, playing video games, and I got to the point where, as as part of playing video games, you know, back back then, um, computers that you bought at the store just they weren't capable of hanging to you know to do the specs and whatnot you right. need to play a video game. Yep. So I I got uh, fixated on this idea uh, when I was twelve or thirteen that that I wanted to build my own computer. Oh, nice. Know, a computer yep. to, that was more of a powerhouse okay. to play video games Yeah, on. right. So uh, across uh, uh, a birthday, a Christmas, and another birthday, I was able to, with the help of my parents, of course, it, yeah. it, crazy amounts of support yeah. in the, the type of weird, you know, nerd stuff that I was doing yeah. at the time, right? They were very supportive of all the different weird, nice. uh, weird things that nice. I would do. Right. Okay. Um, so they, they got me the parts over the course of those three things. They got me the parts to build a computer. Um, and this was, this was during a time I know it, it's probably foreign to, to most people that would listen to this at most younger people, right? It, it's foreign to them because building a computer is, you can just pull up a YouTube video right. now, right? And yep. you'd watch it, and you can go down to the uh, the local store and grab everything that you need to to build a computer. It's right. not not complicated, right? 
but this was before, um, before YouTube, you know, uh, like early stages of Google, you know, yep. <laughs> like, yep. uh, it might, it might not have even been around. I think <laughs> right, it was Ask right. Jeeves during this yeah, time. Yeah, right? I remember that. <laughs> so, yep, exactly. I, you know, it wasn't, <laughs> the resources weren't there in the same way. Yep. So, uh, I had to read articles online that didn't have pictures yep. to figure out how to build a computer. Uh, it was very difficult. The first one that I built was very difficult. Um, much different than yeah. how it is today, oh, but it just was, you know, I was very dedicated towards doing, um, the technology stuff, right, right. You know, at a very early age, it just was something that that was very interesting to me. Yep. Um, okay. And obviously, it it ended up helping a lot, uh, given that that's just kind of the direction that our our culture, our world as a whole is going. Yep. To, you know, being invested in technology, but um, I didn't view it like that at the time. Of course, it just was something that piqued my curiosity. Yeah. Um. But uh, so I I got into um, building computers and I built my first computer and then several after that. Um, and during this time, um, you know, I um, after that was like in eighth grade. So like uh, start going to high school and right. start uh, playing sports. Before that, I I did a lot of skateboarding, but I didn't really play sports. Okay. I just I did skateboarding. Yeah. Um, so started playing sports. I did uh, football and track. And, um, I, you know, I did pretty good in both of those. Nice. A lot of that was just like genetics of being a, a big person. Yeah, right? for sure. So, yeah. <laughs> of course, I was a perpetual lineman, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so wasn't, wasn't exactly, uh, breaking any 40 records or anything, but, uh, you know, I, I was a lineman, yeah. big guy. Right. Um, so I did pretty good in uh, in football and track, but the whole time that that I was doing sports, I, it was kind of like uh, a double life where all of my my friends, for the most part, were people that uh, that did sports. Yep. But um, I, on in my personal time would play video games and get on, uh, like, I don't know if you even remember these, like Ventrilo and uh, TeamSpeak. Oh, no, no, I don't remember that. So you play video games. Yeah. <laughs> and, and uh, of course, the, uh, the, the biggest one, World of Warcraft. You yep. know, I played, I spent a, a large portion of time yeah. playing World of Warcraft and whatnot. And um, it it's not not exactly in the the popular mainstay nowadays but for uh for nerds back when i was growing up that yeah. was that was where it was yeah, at i think i mean i think these days it's more more so you know i mean a lot more uh popularity around it these uh, days it, it's wayne i mean yeah, yeah it's Wayne. <laughs> i'm not not so many people nowadays ah, okay but okay. yeah it was big yeah. you know when i was playing so I did a lot of that stuff and it's still doing, uh, other things like, um, modding, modding things like yep. modding Xboxes and Xbox nice. 360s back nice. in the day and putting in new hard drives yeah, in them okay. and doing all that type of stuff. Man, and I always wanted to do that. <laughs> I, I built a computer yeah. uh, when I was, um, like 15, I built a computer that I made sure had a motherboard that okay. was uh that had a, a very particular chipset that you needed to uh, mod yeah. Xbox 360. So like I went oh, out of my okay. way yeah. to get uh, a certain component so nice. that I could mod 360s for me and my friends. You know, okay. of yeah, course yeah. It's, for, it's for the squad, right? Yeah, so I right. had I had to have all my friends <laughs> like we all had modded Xboxes with the back then at the 120 gig hard drive and the yeah, modded Xbox. Nice, nice. All right. So we all, you know, all had the amazing stuff. Yep. And then for the Xbox 360s, it was the same way where yeah. we all had the, the modded DVD ROM so okay. that we could play the, play the games and oh, dump okay. them yeah, onto I the, the 360 and nice, whatnot. Yeah, nice. of course. Right. I mean, it, everyone, everyone was living big when yeah. I was around, right? <laughs> Doing all the modding for everyone. Man. So, <laughs> but, uh, so uh, you know, and that's that's pretty pretty deep into the uh, the nerd territory. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Right? I, I, mean I, was, 
I thought I, you know, I thought I had, you know, I was a nerd as well, man. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm into to movies, and I used to play with electronics, build them back up, and everything. Yeah. But man, I mean, you're you're deep in it, man. Well, deep you're in it. a nerd in a different way as yeah. far as uh, like getting into the audio engineering. Yeah, and whatnot. yeah, right. It's just right. another another uh, category of nerd. You know what I mean? Uh, you're, true, you were just true. deep into a different a different lane of nerd. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're so right. It, you know, I I was always into like fiddling with. Um, Fiddling with things, I remember I I installed um, um, the Mac operating system on a PC. Oh you yeah, know, like yeah. Did, that, did that type of thing yep. and using uh, Linux, lots right. of lots of Linux stuff. Yep. You know, just nerd, very deep into one category of nerd. Yeah. But I I went pretty deep into it. <laughs> That's right? what's up, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. It, I was always I was always into that type of stuff while doing sports. Gotcha. Right. So I do do lots of sports. Did real good in sports. Did uh, terrible in school. Okay. Like same. Same here. C minus average bad. Um, you know D's uh, D's aren't considered passing in college. Yeah, no, not right. Exactly right. Just so you're aware. <laughs> high school lets you pass with D's. Yep. You do not yep. pass. Yeah. And exactly. college with these. That was me. That was me too. So I hear you. So uh, you know, I I never found um, I never found school to be that interesting to me. Um, so I never uh, I never put much time or energy okay. toward it. Yep. Um, and I, we'll we'll talk about that side of things later. But I would say that that was definitely at my um, my peril to to take that type of line of thinking gotcha not gotcha. to say that uh, that you would have been able to convince me otherwise because i guarantee you my parents tried their absolute hardest yeah to convince me right. that what i was doing was not right yep. and that did not work yeah. i thought i knew everything right right, right. so yep. but it, it's just the truth of the matter i did i didn't um you know i didn't put too much time or energy towards school uh, and that followed me later on but right. I just was mostly uh, engrossed in um, doing, messing with computers and, you know, building stuff, breaking it down, messing with different software, all that type of stuff. Gotcha. Um, and, you know, like I say, it did help, but the the school part was definitely not a shining moment. Right. right. Doing so bad in school. Yeah, I can relate. Yeah. <laughs> I, honestly, uh, there's a lot of people that I've talked to that, Right, that have, feel the same yes, way. Yeah, similar, yep. which is, that's the hardest part about it is that just about everyone that didn't put in their, their full effort into yeah. school is going to tell you, whew, she probably shouldn't right. have done that. Yeah, I know. Everyone right. feels the same way, but somehow it just keeps happening. Yep. Right? Yep. It's wild. Every it new is. generation, it just keeps <laughs> oh, happening. Right. But every one of them grows up and is just like, whew, yep. maybe I should have yep. Yep. put a little bit more energy into right. that. No, I they, don't, they don't even ask for that much. Let's right. be honest. They really, Man, they really looking don't. Looking back on it, my kids right now, you know, what they're complaining about for school and the work, you know, and, and yeah. me looking back at it, man, even, you know, just like you're saying, passing with D's and everything, I could have done a lot better. Yeah. It's just the choosing of not to do it. You yeah. know, that's really the difference. Just about everyone that I talked to, it wasn't It wasn't that, that they couldn't have gotten mm -hmm. things if they wanted to. Right. It just... You, you just didn't you you literally put in the bare minimum right amount of effort that you can put in yep yeah, and exactly. i'm lucky that my kids are they for whatever reason and I, I honestly couldn't tell you what switched on with them that just made them like i i want to to do, to do this i wish i knew because mm -hmm. then i would just say i did get everyone to switch that on I right know, i man. i wish i knew what it was but for whatever reason they just know that they're going to put in their full, yeah, you know, yeah, right. I, you don't even, let's, I'll be honest. You don't even have to put in your full, right? Yeah. You're, you're talking, just, you could put in 60% and get right. an A. Exactly. Like you don't exactly. have, you don't like, have to go crazy. Really, honestly, you just have to do the work and that's it. Yeah. You know, it doesn't always have to be hundred percent correct. No. Yeah. And it, it, a lot of teachers are that way, which is, uh, which is a very, a very good line of thinking. And yeah. like, if you put in effort, right. Then I'm willing to accept that, even if you you know ne don't necessarily get everything right and whatnot. The fact that you tried right. matters right. so much. Right. And I didn't do that. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. And you know it's like I say it was to my detriment that I didn't. But um, and that's something that I would suggest to anyone 
growing up is, you know, putting in your, let's put it this way, you are 100% going to have to put in effort at some point in time. And the question is, do you want to put in um, a static, steady amount of effort? Or later on in life, do you want to have to put in a ridiculously large amount of effort Man. to be able to get back to the same place that other people put in us a, a relatively small yeah, amount of effort over right. time? Yep. It's up to you. Because yep. I had to do I had to do the other one. Right. Right. Same, but it, you same. you have the option where yep. you can put in just uh, you know, fifty percent effort over 10 years yep. or you can do 350% effort over two, three yeah, years. You know, right, it's up exactly. to you, yeah. but oh, man. I like would recommend the other way. <laughs> right. you know, I would. Right. But, um, so, um, in, in high school and, and not putting in almost any effort, uh, I was good at sports yeah. and I did have uh, scholarship offers. And as soon as any of those schools saw what my grades were, I wasn't that good, right? Yeah. There's a difference. Like right. if, if you're if you're top quality, then you can have C's. I wasn't that good. Mm, I see. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't even close <laughs> yeah, to that okay. good. So I ended up going to a community college on yeah. a scholarship, which is uh, I don't know even know if you can call that. You wouldn't even put that in the same category, <laughs> right? So it, yeah, it's still it's still a step further than some people but, I hear you. I but hear you. there was kids that were that were at my school that yeah. went to um like d2 schools right. or whatnot right. on on scholarships yeah. yeah and uh i wouldn't say that our ability was uh was any different yeah right but it just they put in a a, a good deal more effort into effort, making yeah. sure that their the academic side was taken care yeah. of so they got to go to better places yeah. and that this was one of the first uh, wake up calls that, you know, consequences actually do have a, or rather actions do have consequences. Right. right? right so you yep. do, this is something that, that I got hit with where gotcha. I got to go to a community college right. instead of yep. somewhere else. And that's yep. what I, you know, what I ended up with. So, right. um, I, I will be honest in saying that I still, even after that was not mature enough to understand what happened or how I should take advantage of even even this, which keep in mind, and most kids are, don't even get this, right? Yeah, so yeah. the fact that I absolutely blew up that opportunity, which I'll describe, but yeah. is mind-blowing right, because right. You, you're like, if you had, if I had any, um, any sense of how lucky I was to even be in that position, right. I would have taken 100% advantage of it and instead, you know, I, I again, just not mature enough. I yeah. hadn't, I thought I knew everything and that everyone else was wrong. Uh, you know, I'm the ultimate on these things. I know exactly what I'm going to be doing. Right. Um, at that time I was certain that I was going to be a graphic designer. Yeah. But I have no skills in art. <laughs> right. So yeah. I'm, I'm not an artist. I'm not good at, that part of my brain yeah. is not my strong suit. Ah, I got you. Okay. But I was certain yeah. that I was going to be a graphic designer. And everyone else was wrong. And, you know, this is the path I'm going. I'm going to have this amazing career yeah. in an area that I'm terrible at. I don't, you know, I don't <laughs> yeah. know how I thought that that was, I was so certain on it. Yeah. But yeah. I was, right? So uh, I went to college and very quickly realized that, uh I didn't like it and I wasn't good at it and I probably goes hand in hand. Right. Yeah. I, if I, if I loved it, like with most things for most people, right. If you love it, you eventually get good at something, right. If you, right. If you have a passion for it, yep. Yep. I didn't have a passion for it and I wasn't good at it. Wow. Interesting. Very confusing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How I could have been, how I, how I was so successful in misleading myself into believing that I knew exactly <laughs> yeah. what was, you know, how, how good I was going to be at yeah. this and whatnot. Wow. But, uh, so I go to college and I, uh, blow that opportunity by, um, going to the rec room and playing ping pong instead okay. of going to classes. Yeah. So I never went to classes or very rarely went to classes and mostly just went and played ping pong. Gotcha. Which I, Got pretty good at, yeah. I'd be honest. Hey, but that's a tough sport. <laughs> I, we had that um, 
we had that competition that I that I cleaned up at. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you? I oh, yeah. I, I didn't know that you did. That oh, I okay. cleaned up at. Ah, nice, nice. All right. So. Wow. You know. Yeah. It paid off. Apparently, <laughs> that's what that's what the scholarship yeah, money that go, I got hey. paid for was for me to get right. good at ping pong. So. <laughs> Um, I, you know, I did that instead of going to classes yeah. and that, of course that ended up being, I don't get a scholarship anymore, right? right? Yeah. You, you're right. no longer, uh, academically eligible. And I slacked off, um, very heavily on the, on the sports side of things. Yeah. I'd be honest. And, you know, saying that I was doing, um, the, the nerd stuff that I was very interested in. Right. Yep. And I did the athletics that was mostly just, um, you know, uh, genetics, yeah. if we're being honest, I just, I was developed in such a way that I was good at those things without really putting much effort towards it. Yeah. And when you get to college, even community college, right. there's, um, there's only so much that physical talents can take you. And when I say physical talents, let's, let's be perfectly honest. I was on a very low rung in comparison to what you can achieve with just with mm. um, with just physical gifts, right? Because okay. there's you know uh, a Bo Jackson level of uh, <laughs> of physical gifts, and yeah. there's what I had. Oh, it's not yeah. the same, okay? Right? Yeah. So I wasn't going to coast through anything just off my physical talents. Got you, got you. And so it, I did good in high school. Lots of kids do. Yeah, didn't do good at community college, right. which okay. is the the bottom rung yeah. of i mean advancement from from high school yeah, right the bottom yeah. the very bottom rung right so if i wasn't coasting with my physical talents at that level it's i'm not going to commit the time and energy to it because my my um passion was always doing the nerd stuff yeah, yeah it okay. just happened to be that that i went to college for sports because it's what you know what i got offered and whatnot right so it I wasn't I wasn't ever uh interested so much in sports and so I, you know I I didn't really do real well in those completely slacked off on the academic side mm-hmm. and ended up in a situation where now I actually have to face um the real reality of life which mm-hmm. is going and getting a job and right paying for things having bills yeah. you know this oh, type man. of thing right. so it, now I have to go into the real world where, you know, I was uh, Mr. Know-it-all. I knew exactly what I was going to do in life and whatnot. And then you're you're presented with, the again, the, the consequences of your actions, right. which is now you have to go get a job, right? Yep. You have to go um, with, with the – and, again, I completely messed up my opportunity at college and put didn't put any effort into high school, right? Go get a job. I can go get a job with with the uh, technical skills yep. that I acquired, right? right. But I didn't uh, take advantage of the opportunities that I had in education. So I didn't have a degree. Yeah, yeah, right. Or not even an associate's degree, right? Any degree, right? And my uh, my technical skills, like I was talking about, I was modding Xboxes and whatnot. Not exactly something that translates into uh, job opportunities. Yeah, right. Not a whole lot of people it, hiring modders. Hey, it sounds good, you know, but when you present that to yeah. to employers, you, you know, can't. Yeah, you right. can't even tell yeah. them that, right? <laughs> right. Like, yeah, exactly. so I just yeah. have to tell them that I'm good on computers. Right. That's about right. all you could say. You yep. can't. They don't care if you install the different operating system. Yep. Right. It's just not something that translates. Right. So I blew my opportunities on the education front. And all I could fall back on was my, you know, what, what I had for technical expertise. Gotcha, gotcha. So um, I did, you know, I did translate that into getting tech support jobs, which how we met. Yep. Right. So yep, I, we did. Yeah. So I did. I was able to get tech support jobs, which was fine. You know, and I, I was getting for for a 21 year old that was um, that was getting my first job yeah. ever and getting it in tech support getting paid a, a decent amount of money at, at that time, yeah. you know, for doing tech support, it wasn't that bad. You know, I, I live with roommates and whatnot and okay. it, it wasn't as, as if it was terrible, but it, uh, tech support is not, you know, w- when you're talking about being really into, um, and, uh, nerd stuff and right. whatnot and it, being very passionate about it, tech support's not, 
not where you want to necessarily be right that's customer service industry right there and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that Mm -hmm. i've I've worked with plenty of people that were very passionate about helping people which is it even with quote-unquote technical support the emphasis is on helping people right and not so much having a a, an extremely in-depth knowledge on technology yeah right? right It helps, but the focus is on helping people. Mm -hmm. And it's not that I had a problem with helping people, but my passion was the technical side. Oh, yeah. And it it conflicts when the, you know, the the primary job responsibility is is helping people. I really wanted to help people and get into, you know, crazy in-depth things. And that's just not what that, you know, what those jobs are for. So, uh, you know, in working in that industry, I quickly realized that this wasn't what I wanted to do as a long-term, uh, you know, a long-term career. Yeah. And I, I didn't want to do a, a situation where, you know, I, I go into, uh, like supervisory type of roles and whatnot. Right. And again, it, absolutely nothing wrong with anyone that decides to do that type of thing. It just, I knew, I did know, and I was lucky in this, I did know what my passion was. Right. Um, very early on, right, when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, you know, I knew what my passion was. But I didn't necessarily um, know how to transition into it. And I, I was definitely too immature when I was younger to capitalize on the uh, the opportunities that I was given to properly get into a, a technology-based role, right? Um, but in working in tech support for a couple of years, um, I decided um, around the time that I also decided to to leave Arizona, um, it was some something like um, um, a stage where I was trying to figure out who I was as a person, mm-hmm. you know, try to try to solidify who I was as a person and uh, what meant most to me, what I wanted to do with my life, right. this type of thing. Um, and I realized at that time that um, in Arizona, you know, the the desert environment and the um, the lack of seasons, the lack of uh, perspective of time changing, yeah, you know, yeah. of time passing right. rather. Um, it meant a lot to me to get to somewhere where there was seasons and where I can see the passage of time expressed in the changing of seasons okay. and whatnot. It, it just meant, um, it meant a whole lot to me. And I, I recognized that and decided I was going to make a change. Yep. I was going to move and I was going to move to Colorado where it, plenty of uh, season changing. Right. Yep. Of course. So I moved to Colorado and around that same time, which is, uh, Shortly after moving is when when uh, we met. Okay. Um, it probably only maybe six months Dang, after. Hey, really? Yeah. Uh, that soon, huh? I yeah. didn't realize that. Quick, All right? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I met I met Billy. He was originally my supervisor. Right. Yep. So <laughs> it's a good good times, man. Interesting stories from there too. You know? Very interesting <laughs> stories. Yeah. But um, so uh, I met Billy um, working at doing tech support. Yep. Um, I had worked a couple of different tech support jobs at this point because it, again, it was, um, it was something that I was, I was good at, probably still would be good at it, but it just didn't take advantage of the, um, the passion that I had for doing technology stuff yeah. to the degree that I, you know, that I wanted. Right. Um, so I decided at that time, shortly after moving to Colorado and whatnot, in kind of, uh, like I say, figuring out myself, you know, I yep. decided that what I really wanted to do was get a job uh, in the technology or technical field and something that had always piqued my curiosity but seemed um, seemed a bit uh, far out of reach or a bit difficult to get into was uh, software development. Right. And so I decided uh, at that time that, uh, like when I was around 24, 25, that I was going to start teaching myself uh, how to write code, right. how, to, how to develop software and whatnot. And uh, Bur- uh, Billy was around for the for the very early stages of that. Yeah, um, I had tried to um, to do a couple of uh, 
coding things and whatnot for the company that I was working for that didn't end up panning out too well. Yeah, that was wild. Yeah, but it, you know, a, a lot of this is um, I decided to start uh, teaching myself how to program, and that is a is a very difficult thing to do to teach yourself how to program. Um, I understand that for for many people mm-hmm. it's difficult. Right. Um, I, I feel like there was, uh, there was definitely much better paths I could have taken to, uh, to have gotten to that, you know, to learn programming. Of course. Um, I don't imagine that I took the best paths, but ultimately it was, it was something that I was, uh, very committed towards was that I, I, I wanted to teach myself how to program. Yeah. So I spent, uh, I don't know. Two two and a half years, okay. Teaching myself how to program, which is a very long time. Yeah, yeah it is. But <laughs> uh, during that time, I I try to do uh, you know several personal you know personal projects right. and whatnot outside of work. I okay. I also did some some develop uh, tried to do some development stuff for uh, for the company I was working for. Keep yeah. in mind, unpaid. Right, right. And yeah. not I was not in that role. Right. And no one asked me to do yeah. it. I was going out of my way to to develop stuff for a company that or for uh, two different companies yeah. where they did not want me to be doing that. Yeah, that I mean yeah, that's a whole that's a whole different another story, man. It was yeah. just crazy. It was pretty pretty baffling actually, but Yeah. Yeah. You were yeah. only around for one yeah, I was around one for of those, yep. but yeah, yep. it two two different companies that mm-hmm. which um, you know, I, I can understand because I wasn't hired in that role. I, I can somewhat understand uh, their perspective and not wanting to have me uh, fiddling around with their internal systems and developing applications mm. and whatnot. I, I can get it, but uh, that was where I was uh, cutting my teeth early on before I actually transitioned into uh, yeah. a full career in that type of thing. Right, right, okay. Um, so... Uh, after teaching myself for for two and a half years or so, uh, again working on different projects that I just come up with things that I wanted to solve or yep. whatnot, um, I I had met my uh, my now wife at the second company, yeah. the one that that you weren't around for, right? Um, and at that company, I had uh, in um, in talking with my wife, she recognized that I was. Uh, extremely passionate at, to be honest, it, I, I always say this, that, uh, that there was only, um, there was only two supervisors that I've had that yeah. I've worked for that have ever, uh, put their neck out for me. One of them was you. Okay. And the other one I married. Oh, wow. All right. So, <laughs> so yeah, you, you didn't fall into the category of someone that I oh, wanted to man. marry, but uh, you know it's okay. But uh, <laughs> dodged the bullet there, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so she, you know, she stuck her neck out for yeah, me, just like Billy man. did. Um, as far as um, trying to to reach out to the higher ups, yep. saying like, "Hey, he's he's working on these things. They're really cool. Can we right. show them off?" Type of thing. Um, and again, that did not pan out at the second company it was actually far worse than what happened oh, at the wow. first company yeah. um yeah it did not go well um it was threatened to be fired on yeah. multiple occasions while trying to develop applications yeah to help the company and right. not getting paid for it right i was right. just doing yeah. it as a Crazy. as an extra thing yeah you know right <laughs> but anyway she's you know she stuck her neck out for me um in that way which is um only two people yeah only two supervisors ever wow, that have man. done that type of thing yeah, yeah. um so I, I was very appreciative of that and she she encouraged me after you know seeing some of the stuff that i was working on and and how dedicated i was toward it yep so uh she encouraged me at first to apply internally okay to to try to get a software developer role internally right and uh a lot like it is today and this wasn't that long ago, maybe six years ago. Yep. Uh, a lot like it is today, most places say that they require a bachelor's degree to do anything in software development. Okay. Even junior positions, yeah. they require uh, a bachelor's degree. 
And so at, at the company I was working for, which is a very large company, mm-hmm. um, they were very uh, adamant that you had to have that. It didn't wow. even necessarily have to be in a software-related field, yeah. but you had to have a, a bachelor's degree no matter what. So that obviously didn't work out. Right. I couldn't uh, – there was no way I could transition yeah. uh, into yeah. into a, a role like that at that company. So she, again, being – being my uh, one of my biggest advocates, mm-hmm. right? She, you're extremely passionate about this. I, you know, you you should look at other opportunities, yeah. right? You should go apply at other places and see if you can get a role doing this type of thing, right? And that that's ultimately how I started doing uh, software development professionally. Nice. Is I applied to a couple of places, and there was only one place that was willing to. I shouldn't say a couple of places. I applied to a lot of places, but yeah. <laughs> there was only one place that was willing to look at me when I did not have a uh, a bachelor's degree. Okay, and they really, uh, to this day, you know, I've I've thanked my uh, my boss and uh, my CEO several times yeah. for this, but they stuck their neck out. For me, awesome. in that I I did not have a bachelor's degree. Yeah. I had I had very little. I did have a a GitHub profile yeah. that had some of my projects okay. on it and whatnot, which definitely helps. And we'll talk about that later as far as transitioning. If someone was going down that path, yep. it does help. Uh, it's almost a requirement, especially if you don't have a bachelor's wow, degree. Wow. Okay. But um, I did have that. But you know, it, if uh, if you don't have um, a school signing off saying that uh yeah this guy at least knows enough yeah right to get a bachelor's degree or you don't have a, a boot camp or something mm-hmm. similar that's signing off saying we're giving him a cert you know a certificate that says that at the very minimum he knows this much yeah, right right if, if you don't have that it's very challenging and the fact that the company i'm working for now stuck their neck out and decided you know what we're gonna we're gonna interview this guy see, you know, try to pick his brain, see how much he knows and whatnot. And eventually hired me and gave me an opportunity. My first job as a software developer, um, which as of right now, again, I'm, I'm the lead software developer there now. Right. right? So they gave me an opportunity. And at that stage in my life, which, uh, you know, I believe it was when I was uh, 27. Okay. I was actually mature enough to understand the gravity of what I was afforded. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. The opportunity, right? Yeah. So the fact that they, I, I've, I had to deal with the, with the, um, the real life consequences of other people yep. being upset with me doing software development and whatnot. So when I was given an opportunity, uh, like, okay, I'm yeah. gonna have to run with this oh, one, yeah, right? right? I'm gonna have right. to go full on yep. and. When I started, I was actually uh, I was uh, making basically the same amount I was um, doing tech support. Oh wow! Yeah, like yep. almost mirror image. Okay, right. So it, it wasn't exactly like I was. I had transitioned into mm-hmm. this uh, amazing role where I'm getting paid way more and all you know all these types of things. Right, it's not the case. Right. I was getting paid. I could have just kept working as a tech support and yeah. i'll be honest in saying it was way less work yeah, yeah you know doing right. tech support yeah. compared to what i had to do for a software development right, it was way less sure. work yeah but when i got to transition into doing software development and being so uh so passionate about it even to this day with with the company that i'm working for yeah. i get to do so many fun things that there there are times where it's very stressful right yeah. where i have to do a lot of um put a lot of time and energy in, but so much of the job is, um, is doesn't feel like a job. Right. Right. Because okay. I get to do so much fun things, things that I'm already passionate about yep. that it, it's almost not like doing uh, a job or yeah. work. Right. Gotcha. It's just stuff that I love. Yeah. Good, man. So good, good. good. had more passion in what you're doing. You know, oh for yeah. Sure. So, so much more. Yeah. That's good. That's good, man. No, that's a, uh, that i mean a lot of good lessons in there for sure you know um like you were talking about early on in the in the early college days and i think a lot of people go through that uh mindset you know i went through it as well i i went for audio engineering when i was 
19 or 20 and, and didn't put in all my effort and I dropped out because I thought we already had our, our record label going and, and, and taking off and everything and just didn't go that way. Um, and re having to reestablish a, a new mindset, you know, it was, um, challenging, you know, challenging for sure. So, um, some good stuff in there, man. And I appreciate you sharing that for sure. Um, so I got a couple questions for you okay. real quick. Um, the first question I ask everybody this on the episode, the first question is, um, as of right now, what, what do you do differently, um, right now, as far as, um, how you approach, you know, the software programming versus when you first started. So anything differently on how you approach, uh, starting code or reviewing code. I don't know all the, you know, all the languages yeah. or anything, but anything that you do differently now than you did when you first started yeah, I mean, when I first started, uh, it's it's completely different compared to now. And then, yeah. like it, I I know so much more, um, and am as a result so much more efficient. Okay, that uh, a lot of the early times were um, were throwing massive amounts of time and energy at something, and. Uh, a lot of like hair pulling type right, of things. That's yeah. why I'm bald now. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. I don't wear half for no reason, man. I hear you. It's not genetics. <laughs> it's uh, learning how to develop code, ladies and gentlemen. So expect but, uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why we're all bald. Yeah. Yeah, man. Every, every software developer. Yeah, that's funny, man. I, yeah. I, didn't, I, I missed that one for sure, man. Yeah. I hear you. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, I just was throwing, throwing massive amounts of time and energy at it. And, um, now I'm just much more efficient at, nice. um, at being able to, to get something done. Uh, software development is, is, um, is much more, uh, a mindset yeah. than anything else where you, you have to be able to, to fully commit to the, uh, the logical problem solving mindset. And it's very, it's very difficult, uh, to, to get into that type of mindset, yeah. especially for adults. Um, it's very difficult to get to the point where you're, you're almost fully committed to the, the problem solving type of, uh, analysis of gotcha. something. Yeah. And, uh, once you're, once you're more, um, skilled or more, um, engulfed in that type of, uh, mindset, yep. And it's much easier and much less stressful to figure out problems with things as well as um, not just figuring out problems with things. The other part of it, and this is something that I, I cannot turn off. And I, I've, I've seen this with quite a few people that yeah. do, that do software development is you, you look at things uh, throughout, throughout life, you know, as you're going about things, whatever it happens to be, um, and you just think like, oh, that, you know, that could be solved through writing a program, yeah, right? So okay. that, that could be automated or right. that could be streamlined. You can get, you could uh, create a, a site for that or a service or an application or, what, you know, whatever it happens gotcha. to be. Yep. You could, there's a, a new way that you could go about that, a technological way yeah. that you can go about solving that right. type of problem. Nice. And you almost can't turn that off once, oh, okay. once you get deep into the the problem solving mindset and whatnot. And that you just get when, when I was first starting doing uh, software development and whatnot, before you're fully, um, fully qualified, fully, you know, fully developed in yeah. your skill set and whatnot, it would be too daunting to, to think like I can solve that. Cause you don't even necessarily have your core skills yet. Yeah, right. Gotcha. So you, I'm not solving nothing. <laughs> You know what I mean? I, I still got to get my, my legs yeah. underneath me before I could start doing that. Right. But once you're, once you're full in on it, then at that point, it's just looking at different things throughout life. And like, I could solve that. Yeah. I could write something for that. And that but ultimately is what I do for the, the company that I work for. Yeah. Is it, what do we need to solve today? Right. What's, right. what's gotcha. the problem of the day? What do we need to automate? What do we need to develop? How, what's the interesting technological way to solve a a problem a lot of times a problem uh, related to manpower where yeah. you're just like this will take us three weeks and 50 people to 
to do. Yep. And that's that costs money. That's yep. a real dollar value. Right. If you can figure out how to do that in twelve hours and with one person yeah. sitting behind a keyboard. Right. And yeah, that's when I was talking about um, AI, yeah. you know, and uh, people transitioning and whatnot. To be honest, that that is what I'm talking about. In that, largely, people will have uh, jobs similar to what I was just talking about. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, that's going to take you know two to three weeks, yep. and fifty people to do. Right. Eventually, those two to three weeks and fifty people. That's that's not even going to be something that we're asking anymore yep. because it's all going to be solved by technology stuff. Yeah. But yeah. what you're going to need is those people to solve exactly. it with technology stuff. Right. So those, those 50 people, yep. if they reskill, if they retool, mm-hmm. you know, educate themselves on different things, right. they're just going to be in those jobs. Yep. Yep. They're going to transition into the jobs where you're automating yeah, stuff. Exactly. And you're, doing, you're not gone. Right. You're not gone from the workforce. You just have to make a, a conscious decision to start transitioning. Right. Agreed. So agreed. So that's nice. The goal of our, of the righteous project as a whole. That's right. Exactly. Keep everybody ahead and, 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 you know, prepared for sure, man. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Um, good stuff. Good stuff. So, um, one more question for you here. Any advice that you'll give to the younger you? I would, uh, and I, I'll tell, I, you can ask anyone that I've talked to about this yeah. and I will tell everyone until I'm blue in the face, do not, uh, do not take it or do not not take advantage of the opportunities right. that are school when you're younger, as far as uh, high school and college, if you're, if you're presented with the opportunities to take advantage of high school and college, yep. you have to, uh, the the amount of time and effort that I put into learning software development by myself. Yeah. If I would have if I would have put in uh, put twenty percent thirty percent effort right when I was in college to you know taking taking the the courses that were one hundred percent offered. Yep. Right to do software development and whatnot. The place that I am in life right now, I probably would already be way farther, and I'm not. You know, I, I won't. I won't uh, put down where I am in life. I'm, I'm very grateful for where I am mm-hmm. right now, but I, I can almost guarantee you I would have been way farther. Yeah, right. As far as my career and whatnot, I'd have mm-hmm. been uh, higher up. I'd have been making more money. I'd have been. I'd have my uh, my skills would have been much more refined. Yeah, yeah everything right. would have been better. Right. Yep. And if if you have the opportunity to do that type of thing, which pretty much everyone does yeah uh, pretty much oh, yeah. everyone has the opportunity um you know to go to school and, right. and go to college and whatnot you have to take advantage of that yep and that that's the the biggest thing and it, if i can say that along with this is i yes i would have uh that's what i would have done differently yeah is i, I would have if i could have convinced myself my younger self, right. which I be honest, I wouldn't have been able to, but gotcha. yeah, if, right, I right. if I could have convinced my younger self yep. that, um, you know, that you need to dedicate more, a little bit more time and energy towards schooling and whatnot, that's what I would say. But I would also say that, um, you know, me and Billy, as well as my wife and quite a, quite a few other people that I know, we're kind of, uh, you know, the island of misfit toys yeah, and that right. we all... We all uh, didn't take advantage of what was uh, presented to us at a younger age. Right. And we all had to put a massive amount of time and energy oh, at yeah. a later stage in our life, which is much more difficult. Oh, yeah, big pr- time. Big time. Once you get to the point where you're like, I have a, I have a family and yes. I have responsibilities. Exactly. I have bills to pay. All of a sudden... That you know that four or five hours a day that you would you would have committed when you were younger, yep. no. you can't find no. it. Right? Where where's the four or five hours? Yeah. I don't have it. Right? right. So, it, but I, I promise you that uh, we figured it out. Right? Yep. We did. And anyone that that has gone past their um, you know their normal college age and whatnot, you one hundred percent can still yep. get into. Whether it's uh, business, uh, you know, business development, right, whatnot, um, right. you know, going down that path, which is your path, yep, right? It is. My my wife's path was going to school for, um, you know, for um, 
biology yeah. and um, uh, chemistry nice, and yeah. biochemistry, yep. as it's often called. Oh, okay. But <laughs> you know, but it, you know, she went to to school for for that type of thing and is yep. now working in that field, right? Nice, yeah. And yeah. for for her side, it uh, for for the thing that she was passionate about, which she found later yep. in life, but. For the things she was passionate about, she had to go to school. There wasn't really an opportunity. Yeah, right. You can't just yeah. You can't have a lab in your uh, <laughs> in your basement and get. I guess technically you can. Uh, <laughs> certain people do. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, but you can You know, you can't gain you the mean. the type of experience that you need to get a job yep. doing uh, biochemistry. Oh yeah. Without going to school. Exactly. But you can with software development, which is uh, one of the, the most amazing parts about mm-hmm. it is it has changed a little bit nowadays right. to where you can get jobs uh, more, more easily without having a bachelor's degree. Mm-hmm. And so you can make a, um, a little bit later in life renaissance happen yep. with uh, software development. But you don't ha- it's not just software development. Like I say, my wife's a perfect example yeah. where... She went back to school and got her degree and is now working in that field and is uh you know a little bit older than me. Yep. And the the fact that um that all of that didn't coalesce until much later, it's not something that you know, now you're just shut off, you didn't take mm-hmm. advantage of college like I you know, I didn't take advantage of it, you didn't take advantage of it, so now you you're just stuck in a uh a terrible career path or yeah, whatnot. Right. Yep. I know that we you know, we're focusing on educating the youth and what have you, but we're, we are also all three of us, right. Uh, We're also very good examples of how you can bring things together and, you know, later the fact, yeah, yeah, you could bring things together. You could still do it. So never too late. Yeah. It's not, you know, you're right, man. And, uh, really good points. And, and one thing about, you know, the college aspect and I get, I hear this a lot as well. uh, People go to college and, and they don't ever go into the field that they, they um, went to college for. I mean, that, to, to each their own as well. I mean, you can go get a trade early on and practice on that as well. I think there's a lot of opportunities for that too. Um, but I, I don't want to hear anybody say they don't go to, go to college because of the, the financial aspect. There are so many opportunities and grants um, that you can look into and apply for, even if you're working for a company. I took advantage of the pay tuition portion you know through my company as well so there's a lot of opportunities and just like you said through computer science man as long as you were putting in that effort even if if you put in that effort at a younger age that increases your opportunity you know to get out there and find something that you you're more passionate about and if you're doing it at a younger age like a you know a much younger age say um you know before the teenage years Mm -hmm. or early teenage years and whatnot the um the ability for you to to shift your mindset into that type of um, problem-solving type mindset, yep. you're just—it's much more, um, much more flexible, much more flowing. You, you know, younger kids have a much oh, easier yeah. time transitioning into that type of line of thinking. Yep. And so, I know that's one of one of the biggest things that we're doing now is for for um, financial literacy as well as business development. All to be honest, all three of them um, is being able to to bring that type of offering to a younger audience right. that is not uh, typically afforded that type of um, that type of schooling. Yep. Yep, exactly. Uh, you and I both know that um, there there are some schools in Colorado but I would imagine this is in every state. Mm-hmm. There are some schools typically in uh, more affluent neighborhoods where they have a robust offering of right financial literacy, business development, yep. uh, software and, uh, electrical engineering. Right. They have, they have a wealth of different, uh, classes that kids are afforded the opportunity to take and whatnot. That is not necessarily the case. Uh, as an example, even, right. even for me, when I was in high school, mm-hmm. the high school that I went to was not an affluent high school yeah. by any means. And we had keyboarding class, yeah. right? Right. There was other, uh, high schools, that were, you know, in Arizona and whatnot, like in Scottsdale or what have you, they did have programming classes. Right. I got typing. Yeah. Right. right. So yep. this is this is the the type of thing that that we're trying to bridge the gap on is exactly. that 
there's there's not the the future and what will best prepare you for a very successful uh, career path is not necessarily being offered in yep. Uh, yep. lower income areas. Right, right. Yep. And I would say that that's probably one of the biggest things that's stunting people's right, development yeah, in those right. areas where oh, you're yeah. like, okay, I'm in a, I'm in a low income area. Uh, I'm willing to, to put in the time and effort. Imagine, imagine if you're in a low income area and you are one of the kids who actually is mature enough right. to take, to take advantage of your opportunities. Right. Yeah. So you are committing really hard to school only to find out that, the, that your classes are from the 1980s. Yeah, exactly. And the right. other kids' classes, you know, 10 yeah. miles over yep. is for More modern the future. Day. Yeah, exactly. Right? The future, yeah. yeah. Right. Yep. And you're exactly. like, okay, so I, I've put all this time and energy into it only to have been completely hamstrung. Oh, yeah. It's still playing catch-up. You're behind still. Yeah, 100% oh, yeah. behind, but yep. you did everything right. Right. You, you know, right. I didn't, right? I, I did not do everything right. And that's on me. But for the kids where they're actually trying, mm-hmm. yep. it is mind-blowing to right, think that right. like you're trying your absolute hardest, and what we give you yeah. is uh, what would have been great for the 1990s job market. Yeah, there you go, right? That's exactly. what you pop out of yeah. high school with after getting an A in all your classes and whatnot. You got yep. typing. Right. That's what you yes. get. Right. Data entry. Yep. That's Exactly. It, it's an absolute shame. That, oh yeah, and it's not. I talk about the technology stuff because that is what I'm into. But mm-hmm. it's exactly the same with the with financial literacy, where right. financial literacy is actually taught at affluent places. You know, affluent oh, yeah, schools yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, for sure. They actually teach them about financial. You know, financial uh, education. Yeah, exactly. You, they're not teaching that to to people that are. I'd say even middle class and below. Yeah, yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Even just middle class and below. They're not right. they're not teaching that type of thing to people and that ends up putting you in a spot where, you know, as you mature into adulthood and whatnot, you literally were not given the tools to succeed. Yep. yep. Even if you busted your butt, yep. you still aren't given the tools to succeed and right. that's mind blowing. So it that's that's what we're you know, ultimately trying to do is, oh, to, yeah. is to bring those tools back and hopefully, you know, it, fingers crossed that schools eventually get to the point where they're giving those offerings to, to you know, fairly yeah, uh, exactly. across the, the uh, economic spectrum. Yep. Hopefully that's the case, but we we're more or less in a position where we have to because they're not. Yeah, exactly. No, so you're, you're, you're right, man. And you said it better than I, could ever have said it, you know, definitely um, a, a lot of details and, and the reasons behind that, that were established in the nonprofit organization as well. So, um, but yeah, that's what it's about, man. Just trying to put everybody on the even scale, um, to make, you know, more communities more successful. So that's definitely it, man. Um, so that's, that's the episode for, for the day. I really appreciate you sharing your story, man. A lot of insight, a lot of stuff that I can relate to. And I'm pretty sure a lot of, a lot of stuff that others can relate to as well. And that's really that's really what it's all about. So um, if you guys like the episode, you know, subscribe, you know, share, um, you know, what, what you like most about it. You can go to YouTube as well at Righteous Project, which is our uh, podcast channel for YouTube. But we also are on Amazon Music, Pandora, Spotify. Um, and a few others. I'll get my taglines in line, you know, in more episodes. But uh, you can always go to the website as well, righteousproject.org, uh, to view all the content that we have. Too, we have a lot more resources than just a podcast. But um, definitely make sure to share these pod- podcasts and subscribe um, so we can get out there a lot more and keep providing you guys with these, this type of uh, content. All right. And if I, real quick, I apologize. It just. No. I did want to say, and I know that this is something that we that we have done, yeah, um, in reaching out with other organizations, yeah. right? Um, I did want to say that uh, both me and Billy have tried actively. Where, if there's any other organizations that need assistance right. with uh, with technology stuff, but also, you know, I know that you've done a whole lot in, in assisting people with um, with the the business side mm-hmm. as well as the the financial side. Yep. Um, we're both uh, lifelines for that type of thing, right. and it's not—it's not something where we're looking to uh, profit off of this exactly. type of help or whatnot. I—I yep. I have gone 
uh, out of my way, not just, uh, you know, through the Righteous Project, but I've gone out of my way to try to reach out to people where if they need help, uh, even as something is, uh, you know, as, as basic as there's a business that I, um, that I go to and I realize they don't have a website yep. and I, you know, I just say like, Hey, it's extremely easy to set up a website and I can help you and I'm not going to charge you. Right. I'm just going to help you as far as setting up the website and whatnot. It's just a means of trying to, you know, try to bridge the gap and help people out and whatnot. And That's I know it. you've gone out of your way to oh, do yeah. the exact yeah, same yeah, thing. Man, for sure. I'm willing to go out of my way to do the exact same thing. If there's anyone that needs help as far as uh, setting up uh, infrastructure for, you know, apps, for websites, for this type of thing, I'm more than willing to put in time and effort to help people. I know for a fact, Billy is more than willing to put his time oh, and yeah. effort into yeah. it. He's gone way out of his way. So I, j- I did just want to say that just so everyone's aware that, we're we're actively trying to help people in this way, and yep. it's not in an attempt to to profit right. and this type of thing. We, right. we just want to help people. Exactly. So exactly. if right. if any of that type of stuff is, um, if anyone needs help with um, the technology side of building out their their business or their nonprofit or whatnot, or the the financial slash business side, uh, Billy's the guru on that, and I can promise you, I'm not. I'm, I'm the guru on the the yep. technology side, and so we we can help. Yeah, you for know, sure. Just uh, email, phone yep. call away, type of thing. Yeah, exactly. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. You guys can always email us at a con- contact info that you can find on our website, righteousproject.org. Don't forget to visit that. But just like he said, you know, we're here to help. Uh, that's what the Righteous Project um, is all about. So uh, just stay tuned. You know, keep keep uh, keep an eye out for more content. Subscribe to to newsletters and, and YouTube channels and all that, you know, we'll uh, make sure that you guys stay updated. Um, but once again, thank you for listening. Definitely been a pleasure. Thank you again, Jacob, for joining as a guest. Appreciate it. Um, and we don't, we'll see you guys soon. All right. So this is Billy and Jacob signing out for the day. See you guys on the next episode. <laughs>